0: Oh, it is january 1st 2020 welcome to episode zero of the movie ladder podcast my name is zach brooks and i am joined here by my two other co-hosts for this podcast podcast project for 2020
1: hi everyone this is ab Stodensky.
0: and this is brendan fitzpatrick happy to be here Awesome. So we are starting a brand new podcast project. As I said earlier, it is called the Movie Ladder Podcast, and we are excited to have you along for the ride. The Movie Ladder Podcast is going to be a movie of the week podcast where each week we are going to podcast and discuss a movie that we choose the week before. Uh, And each week the movie is going to relate to the movie that we watched before it. So for example, if we watched Top Gun, then maybe we would watch a movie the next week that also starred Tom Cruise, or maybe we would watch uh, another movie that is about uh, the armed forces or about airlines or um, you know anything. Uh, maybe we would talk about Airbud because it is about a creature that flies. Or are there any volleyball movies, Zach? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what is that? What is the one volleyball movie that everybody always talks about? There is one famous volleyball movie. Castaway. Yes, Top Gun to Castaway. (laughs) If you can make a connection between a movie and the next movie, it will be in the running for our uh, our follow-up movie. So throughout this year and uh, beyond, we will keep talking about movies on this podcast uh, that relate to the movie before it, and we will form one long movie ladder uh, throughout our time doing this podcast.
2: Really excited to see where this goes.
0: Yes, for it's sure. gonna be fun. We're uh, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with this. We're gonna work on figuring out good connections. You know, sometimes it'll be an actor, like I said, it could be a director. Um, you know, for Top Gun, I was gonna suggest the director, and then I forgot who directed Top Gun. Who knows? No
2: worries. That? I don't remember. It's it's one of the Scotts. Is it Tony
0: Scott or Ridley yeah. Scott? Tony Scott. Is Tony right? Scott, right. Scott, there
2: he is. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So it could be anything, actor, director. Uh, we could do, you know, titles, for example. If there is a movie, uh, is there Top Shot? Is that a movie? or? Uh, Top Shot was a Top TV Shots. show starring Colby
2: Donaldson. Yes. But
0: yeah. <laughs> no TV shows will be in the running. No miniseries oh. will be in the running. Only movies on this podcast. Series do not count as movies. Yes. <laughs> so... Um,
1: yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 really excited about this, guys, and um, I, I believe this is a project that the two of you both did just you know on your own last year. Um. Yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah, we Brennan had a lot I, of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Brennan and I both did movie ladders. Um, there is a podcast, uh, I believe it should be on this feed or will soon be on this feed, that is Brennan and I recapping our 2019 movie ladders. Uh, mine started with Bohemian Rhapsody, and as of recording, I had watched about 50 movies uh, leading up to Terminator. The first yep. terminator.
2: Yeah, and I had uh, started with Inside Man, not Inside Out, and ended with uh, Star Wars or As a Skywalker. So if you want to find out how Zach and I got to each of our endpoints, it's a really fun podcast. And that'll sort of give you an idea of what we're doing here um, and how we're bringing what we bring to the table each week. Um, I know each of us are going to bring movies each week that we think best connect or least connect in a fun way uh, each week and see where it goes.
0: And uh, Av is uh, the biggest movie expert of the three of us, I would say. Av, how many movies did you watch last year?
1: I don't know if expert is the right, move, the, the right word, but uh, I watched 360 movies uh, during the 2019 calendar year. Although as I've, as I've pointed out to many people, about 10 of those was a combination of Avengers Endgame and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So it's really more like 345 movies, which you know, is not really that much.
0: I mean, it, it's still more than probably Brennan and I combined, I would
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think I capped out at about 192, and most of those weren't new movies. They were uh, they were watches of older movies that I had never seen, and most of them were for the latter. Um, I think my movie ladder ended up with 42 movies for through 52 weeks, and I think of 2019, I saw 43, 44 new movies. So it's definitely one of my best watched years of movies, uh, but certainly nothing of odds level.
1: Yeah, so just to clarify, my, that number is also a combination of 2019 and rewatches okay. or old movies. I, you know, I'm not insane, I didn't watch 360 movies. <laughs> How that. many and times think, did
0: yeah. you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
1: Um, I saw that one five times. I saw Avengers Endgame four times. Um, And I'm going to LA next month. And I haven't told my wife this yet, but I'm planning on sneaking away at some point to see it at the New Beverly Cinema in 35 millimeter. I meant to get to the New Beverly when I was in LA last year. I did not get there.
0: Um, Cinerama
1: Dome is very cool, though, if you can make it while you're in LA. Well I, I don't think it's playing in irregular theaters. Anymore. No, just to it's... see a movie. Oh, to Sonoma. see any movie, Yes. Yeah, I did yeah. see, I saw um Captain America Civil War there, the night oh, it came hmm. out. I just happened yes. to be on vacation there. And was that was like probably the most fun I've had in the last few years in a movie. Or it's definitely very high up there. It was you know, I was in that that main dome with like the double decker uh stadium seating and there was just like the most raucous crowd for a movie I've ever experienced. I just like people were just like standing and cheering at like random points in the movie. I loved it.
0: One of my favorite Marvel movies. It's up, it's up in my top five of Marvel movies. And, uh, I actually did see once upon a time in Hollywood at the Cinerama dome over the summer when I was in LA and, uh, um, Dave Franco, and Allison and Brie uh, were in line in front of us to get into the theater. So that is like my claim to fame nice. when I was there. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize them. My friend texted me and said, that's that guy's brother. <laughs> and then yeah. we figured it out that that's who she was talking about. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, so we are all obviously big movie fans. Um, and we come, you know, we're all like similar ages. We have similar taste in movie. But I think that, you know, we also have movies that we definitely disagree on. Like I was a huge fan of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brendan liked it quite a bit. I did not like it. So yeah. we'll, we'll have some, some agreements, some arguments, um, and it'll be, it'll be a really great reason to watch movies that might be blind spots for us, movies that'll be favorites for us, rewatch watch movies, um, dive into some new movies, you know, if that works out. If, you know, if we'd just watched Billy Madison, maybe we would watch Uncut Gems in the theater. Um, and we hope that, you know, if you're listening to this, you'll come along for this ride or at least pop in for movies that you are interested in seeing or have seen.
1: Yeah. And, and especially in the, you know, that choosing aspect for each week, we're, we're hoping that we'll have audience members that are, you know, sending in suggestions and following along. And, you know, this will hopefully be a communal experience for the three of us and anyone who becomes part of our listener base. So we're very excited about that as well.
0: Yeah, so definitely, um, we do have a Twitter account. It is—I keep forgetting—is it at Ladder Movies?
1: Yeah, it's Ladder Movie. Yeah, it's Ladder um, Movie. Movie Ladder was taken by somebody else, so they, oh, we're gonna they, have to they, bully them. And yeah, get they that, get that. Yeah, well, you know, once we become humongous, they'll they'll just acquiesce and give it to us. Yeah. I assume. Um,
0: and of course, um, you know, you might have noticed that we all have talked a lot about what movies we watch. We have lots of stats. That is because we are all on Letterboxd, which is—if you do not use it—it it is the greatest website for tracking your movie intake. Um, so definitely check out Letterboxd you can find all of us on there we are under our own names um, and we'll give our Twitter handles at the end which I think probably all three of us our Twitter handles line up with our Letterbox usernames mine doesn't
2: quite but it's not too dissimilar Yes. Yeah.
0: So um, definitely love- find us on there we also did make a page for uh, the Movie Ladder podcast so you'll be able to find exactly what movies we've watched when we watched them or at least when we reviewed them
1: um, yeah, so it'll and be a, a nice they-
0: hub
2: we may add some comments in there as well as to which, uh, how we thought about each one. Um...
0: Yes. Okay. So um, we, uh, you know, I think we've went through most of the rules. I think the the main rule is that when we pick a movie, um, all you have to do is make some sort of connection. If you can justify your connection, uh, you just got to pull out your inner lawyer. And you know, I in my movie ladder last year, I connected um, under the Silver Lake and under the skin. Only because the titles were similar. Um, so, you know, if you, if you have a movie that is uh, the same color palette as another movie or have similar themes or, right, were or released the movie, in the same
2: year. Or the movie posters are similar. Like I connected, yes. uh, I connected the movie Blue Ruin to the movie Blowout because they both had a car in the movie poster. That was the only connection between those two movies. Yes.
0: All you need to do yeah. is justify
1: it. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I think the categories are officially director, actor. Topic and wild card bitches.
0: Wild card, yeah, and- so wild card really throws out the whole uh, <laughs> categorization
1: there because anything can right, be I, a wild
0: card, I guess. But I certainly
2: plan on being the king of the wild card entry while I'm here. I'm taking that upon myself. The
1: king of the wild. Oh man. Well, the good the good thing about the wild card component because unlike when you were doing it on your own, where Brendan could just say, "Well, they both have a car in the poster, so that's good enough for me." Here, you're going to have to convince at least one other person, mm-hmm. if not two people, that your wild card idea has some merit to it. Otherwise, you're going to get laughed off the podcast and it's yep. going to get vetoed. So Very no true. Way. Very true. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, because in order to select the movie, we will need to come to a consensus. And hopefully we'll yeah. have consensus between the three of us. But I would imagine a lot of times there will be consensus of two. And one person will be forced to watch a movie they're not really interested in watching.
2: And that can be a lot of fun because either A, they will absolutely hate it, leading to good banter between us, or we will completely change their minds, and that can also be fun.
0: Yes. So. Uh, one thing I was thinking about as I've been, we've been talking about this podcast and the project is, um, and I'm sure we'll figure out a lot of things as we're going in terms of like what recurring segments and things we want to talk about about each movie, but we should all figure out like a scoring system for each movie we watch. Absolutely. Um, And then, you know, maybe it's just one to 10, maybe it's one to a hundred. In each movie, we should all submit a score. We can average out that score. And then, you know, as we go along the podcast, we'll know like which movie in the movie ladder was the best movie we watched and which was the worst.
2: I think then we can, I think if we um, each bring our score um, and then we can rate it on Letterboxd, that might be the best way to track that um, since they have a scoring system built in with the one to five stars rating. So I think that would probably be the way to do it.
0: Yeah, and they do do half stars on there too. So that's basically yep. a one to 10. Um, yep. And then maybe the official Movie Ladder letterbox page could be exactly that will Where be we what our, our, score our composite game. score is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sounds I good. think that's great. And that will also give us time. We don't have to rate immediately when we post something on there. And that gives you guys, the listeners, time to send us your rating and we can average those into ours before we put a final rating on the movie um, on our ladder.
0: Yeah. So it'll be the three of us. If we have a guest, their rating will come in there. And then if we have listeners, we can average out the listener. Absolutely. Feedback too. I think that's a great idea.
2: Yeah. And we have a spreadsheet where we of course, we're tracking all of our movies that we watch each week and what our rating system is. So the more people that send in their ratings for us, the better the average is going to be on these things. And the more, more uh, fluidity
0: there'll be. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's our email address?
1: Our email address is themovieladder at gmail.com.
0: Easy enough to remember. So yeah. you can send, if you are if you are wanting to come up with a connection for what you would like to suggest as a connection or a question about the movie you want us to discuss or a comment, and of course your rating, you can email it to themovieladder at gmail.com. You also can tweet it at laddermovie, uh, or you can find us on Letterboxd, or you can find us individually, which we will.
2: Absolutely. Uh, as well. and I'm, I'm excited to uh take this on as a project to uh help collate all those so yeah i've, I've uh, made myself the podcast's official tabulator so
0: there we go yeah it's gonna be lots of tabulations it's gonna be a fun project our goal for the year is 50 movies in our fi- in our movie ladder so we get, have two buffer weeks that we're hoping we don't even have to use and uh then we're just gonna keep going on this and it's gonna be a a great reason to watch some great and maybe a couple not so great movies but hopefully mostly great
2: absolutely so So zach how are we deciding the first movie that we come up with this
0: week oh great question uh the first movie will be selected by us the three hosts brendan zach and av and uh what we all did was we came up with three different categories of movies so we have our blind spot nominees so each of us are going to give are uh, a, a big movie blind spot that we have. I know I have a couple po- big pop culture blind spots um, and I, I know Brendan does and Av does. Yes. Um, our next category is the Second Look nominees. So the Second Look is gonna be movies that we have seen, each of us have seen and did not like the first time. Um, I am in general... I like more movies than I dislike. Even uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. I like The Rise of Skywalker, unlike some of you. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I lean more towards liking a movie than not liking it when I see them. But there are those few movies that I don't like. So uh, Fair we'll each be bringing one of our movies that we have seen that we do not like. And then the third category will be our favorite uh, or a very rewatchable movie and it will be funny to see if any of these we have crossover just to see how similar our movie tastes are um and if we don't have crossover then we'll have nine movies to choose from and we will have to figure out uh somehow between the three of us which of the nine movies will be the first movie in the movie ladder podcast absolutely i'm excited and if we can't come to a
2: consensus maybe we'll put it up to a twitter poll and we're coming to a happens.
0: consensus. We might be here for two and a half hours, and if you're listening to this, you'll know how long we're here for, but we're, we are we <laughs> are figuring this out somehow, whether it's Fine. random draw or something, we are going to figure Fine. this out. Uh, so, uh, Av, before we get started, do you have any, any movie-related things you would like to bring up before we take our first rung on the movie ladder
1: yeah well i just i was mentioning to brendan uh right before i think you joined that i actually am just an hour or so ago got home from seeing rise of skywalker for the second time um i was hoping that i would like it a little bit more the second time i didn't really kind of had the same experience Mm. um (laughs) the only only difference was i went with my six-year-old daughter and she had a blast and every time that she got really excited about something i got excited about that so you know. What
0: does she get the most excited about?
1: Um, she just, she loved, I mean, basically like all the fan service stuff. So like every time yeah. somebody from the original trilogy showed up on screen, she like jumped out of her seat. When there was the big reveal that, I won't even say, but the, the big major reveal mm-hmm. in the movie in terms of uh, parental lineage, she gasped extremely loudly. She couldn't believe it. I was like, come on. It's like the same thing as the original
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I do like one of my favorite things movie related that I've seen in the last few months is you sent me a video. Uh, I think it was like a Nest camera or a nanny camera. Maybe you just put your phone up. Uh, but it was your daughter, I'm assuming the same daughter. Uh, same daughter. Yes, watching The Empire Strikes Back and reacting. Somehow she was not spoiled on this. She was reacting to the reveal that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad.
2: Um, wow, yeah. see, I, I wish I could remember how I felt the first time I saw that, and I don't because I yeah, was I very, no very young.
1: Yeah, so but, I, had that, I had that spoiled for me by the Simpsons. Uh, when Homer Simpson spoiled oh, it for, no. people, for people online, he, he also had spoiled it for me. Um, you know, she, no. she, she knew nothing about that. She, the only thing that she was spoiled on from all of Star Wars is she somehow heard from a friend that Darth Vader dies in the third movie. And she was like so excited. She's like, I can't wait till we get to the third movie and Darth Vader is gonna die. <laughs> and I was like, mm, you might feel a little bit more ambivalent about it when it actually happens. And then sure yeah. she's like, Daddy, Darth Vader is good now. I don't want him to die.
2: Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Star Wars isn't for us anymore, of uh, it's it's for the kids. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah
1: well, it's for yeah. someone. Yeah.
2: It's for
0: uh, someone. so did you you showed it to her then in uh, release order, I'm assuming. Uh, we you did. Must have,
1: right? Yeah, we well we yeah, no, actually we did four, five, six, seven, eight. And then okay. I actually, I was, you know, was not gonna get back to the prequels again anytime soon because I had just rewatched them like a month ago. And then she was homesick from school one day. And when I came home, she told me that she watched episode one and episode two, just like on her own volition, which wow. was like the, the proudest moment of my parents <laughs> so far. Like my six year old like stayed home and like binged a, a trilogy of movies basically, so. Awesome.
0: So, and then you only had to watch the best of the, of the prequels. Thanks.
1: Yeah, well, so that we haven't we haven't gotten to that one yet. We're, yeah. you know, we got we got bogged down in trying to plan episode 9 for a while, so. Yes. so. The nice thing about
0: 2020 and not having any big wrap-ups of franchises is I don't feel like I have to like rewatch 10 Marvel movies or all the Star Wars movies uh or a season of Mr. Robot because there's right. no big like franchise wrap-ups in 2020
1: yeah well i'm I'm, yeah. Consider, I'm considering watching all the fast and the furious movies but like i'm not that committed to it so if it doesn't happen uh, i'm fine with that when we get well just as a spoiler when we get to favorites
0: rewatches i did hear on a podcast recently you said that you had not seen many of the fast and furious movies and oh, i thought right. about picking fast five as my favorite rewatch but um, and that, that almost was my that point. was almost
2: on mine as well and i just couldn't do it because it's not mine it would be pandering to you and I couldn't <laughs> yes. do that. I could not abide that.
0: Um, all right. So before we get into our picks, um, and I hope this isn't stepping on the toes of anybody's picks, do we all want to like give our favorite movie from 2019 just so people have a sense of like what we liked?
2: Yeah, sure. absolutely. All
1: right. Off? Um, yeah, well, I-, I think mine has been spoiled uh, 17 different times on 17 different podcasts at this cool. point. It's uh, Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: Nice. I saw Parasite, and I loved it, and it hasn't moved from my number one spot since the moment I saw it. It's the best movie I saw this year.
0: Um, Yeah, and so I, for a long time, my favorite uh, number one movie on Letterboxd was Avengers Endgame. I thought that was just, like, quite the achievement. Um, But And I saw Parasite, and I liked Parasite. And I was like, well, that was pretty good. But my problem was when I watched Parasite, I didn't know anything about it. So I was going into it, like expecting like a monster movie or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just was not in the right mindset for what Parasite really was. Uh, So once I then watched Parasite a second time, Parasite jumped up to that number one spot and like Brendan Parasite. Right now is my number one movie from last year, but I still have a couple movies I need to
1: yeah, see. Yeah, and and uh, for what it's worth, Parasite is my number two movie of the year, so yeah, it's not so like very we're, nice uh, we're far off here.
0: So we <laughs> all like, we're, this is a Parasite, pro-Parasite. Yes.
2: We're all in agreement, cancel the podcast, this isn't going anywhere.
0: It's a pro-Parasite <laughs> movie. Well, we will find out uh, probably a year from now, after 50 movies, what was the number one movie we saw of the Movie Ladder podcast Absolutely. of 2020. Um, and, and we're not just figuring we're going to do this only for 2020, but uh just so we aren't like you know indefinitely committed to something we are saying 50 movies in the first year and then we will see where we want to go from there but i'm yeah. assuming this will be a fun pilot. we may decide to start over from scratch the following year depending if, if we end the year
2: on a fantastic movie and we don't want to build on that specific movie i mean maybe we'll explore other options to just like start fantastic four you know exactly
0: yes yep. i i am a i am pro the early 2000s fantastic four movies i did like those. <laughs> both of them
2: big michael chickles fan
0: yes uh yes and on that note um let it fantastically get to our first nominees so again this category is movie blind spot nominees and av is yes. going to lead us off on here
1: yeah so i i had something picked at, and then I'm, i was kind of freaked out by the first few minutes of the podcast and i'm reconsidering it because what i was going <laughs> to choose was top gun <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh, that's a good I, I like that as a yeah. as a suggestion so i've only seen top
0: gun once um and i just feel like and i've seen it a million times it could have made it watchable yeah. but i did so not i i like top gun when i saw it um but yeah, I uh I, I don't I always have felt like I don't like Top Gun as much as everybody else. So it almost could fell into the second category for me. But right, uh, yeah. so, you've never seen Top Gun before? I've never
1: seen Top Gun. Um I saw the trailer for the sequel that's coming out this year when I saw Star Wars. So that's like what kind mm-hmm. of like put it in my head that I'm like, all right, well, this is a movie I've been meaning to see. Like obviously now this is gonna be the year where I see it because I'm gonna wanna see the sequels, especially if it's decent. Um and I'm gonna wanna have to see the original before that. And it's uh, it's a movie that's just like very permeated in the pop culture. It's referenced all the time. You know, I know all the characters, even though I've never seen the movie. Um, So, you know, I figure it's about time I see Top Gun. So I'm going to see it one way or another. But, you know, (laughs) let's uh, let's see. Maybe it'll be what we start off with here.
0: Um, and I don't know if you've looked it up, but one of the things we talked about was, oh, let's pick movies that are easily streamable, which may or may not be realistic. Um, You might have to rent them on Amazon, um, or if you have the DVDs, uh, did you notice if it
1: was streamable anywhere? Uh, it's not, I don't believe. Okay. Other than like in the, in the rental. I think that yeah, I'm
2: sure you can rent it on prime. I think that's the main thing and it's.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the
0: things that the the movie companies do is when a movie is like has a sequel coming out or has right. a reason for people to watch it, I think they pull it off all the streaming sites. Yeah, they
2: usually do. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I know it was
2: on HBO for a really long time. That's available, but yeah. It
0: probably so isn't. I mean, it, there are ways to find it, and um, I think once we select the movie, we will let people know where it's streaming from if it is streaming. Um, but there are ways to find movies. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to mark that down off as your uh, as
1: your number is, one pick or you got yeah no that one? is no that's my blind spot I'm going to stick with it even though I'm, I, I, a, I'm a little freaked I, out sorry. that Zach might Zach might be reading my, uh, uh, my, <laughs> my, my my iPhone notes
0: just wait till wait till we get to my blind spot recommendation because it's going to weird you out even more. <laughs> well, Alright, Brendan, what is your blind spot?
2: My blind spot is a movie that I'm very excited actually to get to, and I know Zach and I have talked about it actually pretty recently, and he's always kind of bugged me the last couple of years that I've never seen it. And that's 2012's The Master by Paul wow. Thomas Anderson.
0: Oh man, that's a heavy movie to kick off the kick movie I've ladder. never
2: seen The Master. It has a fantastic cast. And then I found out one of our current favorite actors, Robbie Malick, is in it. And I felt compelled to just say, you know what? I'm going to suggest The Master for better or for worse. It probably won't get picked, but at least I tried. <laughs> so there you go.
1: Yes. Yeah. So the, the Master is one of my all-time favorite movies. If for those who listen to the Thirty Two Fans uh, Patron podcast, you'll see that it made my top ten movies of the decade. It's it's really just like one, Paul Thomas Anderson is one of my favorite filmmakers, if not my my literally my number one favorite. The Master is probably my second favorite of his movies. Um, yes. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm always up for watching the Master, but as Zach said, that's a, I think that's a little bit of a heavy pick to get things started if we want people to come along for the ride. That's
2: yes. a fair point, but I mean, it... I'm i just thinking about, I mean, look at this cast.
1: Oh, I mean, oh it's this, it's this it's phenomenal.
2: Phenomenal. Yes. Top to bottom. I mean.
0: uh, and The Master is actually one that I watched as part of my movie ladder last year, um, hmm. which that does not disqualify it. Um, I would be revisiting it less than a year later. Um, and I really like it. I actually didn't, Love it the first time I saw it. Um, but I believe the first time I saw it, I was on a bus. Brendan, I might have been on a bus with you going back from Pittsburgh. Quite possibly,
2: ago. yeah. Quite um,
0: possibly. And, you know, watching a, watching a movie on an iPad on a bus is not the way to watch a movie. especially. Yeah, I, master.
2: Agree. Um, I agree. I
1: generally- agree. It's, it's, it's a difficult movie. So it's, you know, it's something that it's a movie that you really benefit from seeing it two, three, four, five times because there's a a lot of layers of of different things going on there. So it's definitely a movie that I recommend for like real cinephiles. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's not something you just like kind of watch on a whim.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I watched it as part of my ladder last year. And just for context, I'll just pull up my ladder. Um, Just finding it on here. So I watched The Master after I watched Phantom Thread. Okay. Um, and then from The Master, I then watched Punch Drunk Love. So I had a little PTA spree uh, nice. in my... Yes, yeah, it's a very mind. nice trifecta
1: right there.
0: Yeah, and uh, Phantom Thread I'd never seen before, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, the Master I really liked on a rewatch, and then Punch Drunk Love also was another one that I rewatched, uh, having seen it when oh, I nice. was like in high school or in early college and just could not appreciate uh, what it was until I saw it again as an adult. So, Which I feel like is the way I feel about most PTA movies the first time I see them. Especially yeah. when I was younger, I wasn't a fan. I, yeah, um, I've, and I'm still not a fan of
2: most of his movies. And that was sort of why I chose this one because it was a risky choice on my part just because I've I've never been a huge PTA fan. But I wanna,
0: I, I'm i willing to give this one a shot just because it's so highly regarded. Yes. So. Um, and one thing that we didn't bring up um, is that you know if a movie is nominated during any of these movie ladder podcasts, and is not selected... It can still be you know, it is not like it is out of the running. Like uh, you know, right. if the master doesn't get a slug it now the master you know we might watch something that's a pta movie and then we bring up the master later yeah i mean um,
1: if, if anything i would say if a movie keeps coming up for whatever reason that's a pretty good indication that we that maybe we should, watch, maybe it should watch that right, <laughs> right. Uh, unlike it's Robin true.
0: akiva if we if we veto something it is not just vetoed um so if eddie comes up maybe we'll end up watching eddie for uh, those yeah. of you who are fans of the robin akiva podcast well, uh, hey. as,
1: as long as i don't have to see cats again i'm pretty much game for it oh man
0: uh, <laughs> funny cuz my movie blind spot is cats now just kidding uh, it is blind, uh, cats is a blind spot for me actually um so my nomination for the movie blind spot um i was a little bit derailed by this because i picked one and then uh we all follow each other on letterbox so i see mm-hmm. whatever Ov sees a movie and i've happened to watch the movie that i was going to pick as my blind spot pick like a week ago and mm-hmm. uh so i was unsure if i should pick that so then i picked a backup so um I will give my original pick, but I will let you know what my backup is as well. Um, So, my original pick, which I think is what I want to go with, is Before Sunrise. And that is because I've never seen any of these uh, trilogy, I believe, of movies. Um, And actually, this movie also came up in conversation between Brendan and I because we thought maybe this was going to be the trilogy covered on the Rewatchables that they said they had some trilogy of movies with a special guest coming up. So Brendan thought maybe it was going to be the Before trilogy. Yeah, with Everything. Ethan Hawke.
2: Yeah, that was that was my best guess.
0: Yes. But then
2: it turned out it wasn't actually a trilogy. It was just three random movies that Zed guessed that I won't spoil and decided
0: to pick. Yes. So. so um yeah, so I've never seen any of these, and um kind of like how Brendan is yeah. not a big fan of PTA, I am not a big fan of uh uh Lattim- what is it Richard
1: name? Richard Linklater Link Linklater
0: not Lattimore Linklater uh, okay. yeah, yes yeah. Uh, I am a I am a Boyhood hater. Um, I don't really get the appeal of everybody wants some. Did he do everybody wants him? He did, right? He did. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: He also did
0: Days to Confused, which is Yeah, one of and Days to
1: Confused, I feel movies. like, is just kind of meh. So. Yeah, so these are all all you're just like this is like a list of Ob's favorite movies, is like
0: Well,
2: don't worry, Days to Confused is not my favorite rewatchable, but it was in the running.
1: Yeah. So D- Days and Confused, I love. I love the before trilogy. Um I'm actually I'm actually in the middle of watching it with my wife, like right now. We watched the first two, and we may watch nice. the third tonight or tomorrow. We're we're gonna get to it. Yeah. Um Boyhood again, thirty two fans, best of the mm. best of the decade. It'll was be that your there. number one, best of that the decade? Was, that was my number one movie of the decade. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man um yeah but boyhood is just like it it just like makes me melt when i when i watch it yeah Yeah, boyhood has been on
2: my uh letterbox watch list for four years and I still haven't watched it Uh, could have been your blind
1: spot uh
0: boyhood (laughs) makes me have to pee and uh that was my (laughs) biggest problem the last hour of that movie i was just sitting there and i was in this tiny theater and i could not get out of my seat and i was just in pain for the last hour of that movie so that might be why i don't like it
1: All right. Well, you know, different folks for different different stories. Maybe maybe
0: I'll have a reason to rewatch a Boyhood uh, this year. Yeah. Well,
1: maybe maybe some maybe some of us will give you a reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So those are our three blind spot nominees. We have Top Gun: The Master and Before Sunrise. uh, All three very different movies. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my backup for blind spot was going to be Frozen.
1: So.
2: Ah, seen Frozen. Well, you just have to let it go.
0: Yes.
1: I, live, I, live, I live in a house with two uh, girls under the age of six. I've seen Frozen about 175 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Hair. your anti-blind Hair. spot. Yes. Yeah. Um, all righty. All right. Well, those are, those are yeah, those are three very well-regarded movies that, you Absolutely. know, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy to watch any of them.
2: I'd be excited to watch any of them too. Yeah. So.
1: Um, cool.
0: So next up, we have our second look nominees. So these are movies that we have seen that we did not like. And I think we actually did bring up lots of second look nominees during that last discussion, uh, do you want to lead us off for second look nominee for yeah, you? Sure.
1: So this, I think is going to be a reverse boyhood situation because this oh. is something that I know Zach loves and <laughs> that I really did not like the first time. And I know a lot of people love it. So I know that I'm in the stars episode nine. Yeah. Um, uh, no, my uh, my second look nominee is a movie that I've been meaning to rewatch for a long time for that reason, and it is Christopher Nolan's Inception from 2005.
0: Oh, my wow. goodness. Wow. <laughs> that's great. Almost my choice for favorite slash rewatch. Yeah. Movie. That's <laughs> a great nominee. Yeah, like
1: so that. this is a movie that obviously I was, you know, completely dazzled by the technical wizardry of it and was very mm. cool, but I just found the plot to be incoherent. Uh, maybe I didn't get it um the characters were just I, in general i find the the, the character the, the characterization in christopher nolan movies to be very cold and i just Fair. feel like he doesn't develop characters in a way that kind of like puts enough stakes in his movies often for me where i'm just like yeah i'm watching like this like great you know animation or you know whatever special effects but like i don't really care what happens kind oh of my god I, like,
0: the stakes in that watch. movie like yeah which, yeah. yeah, which
1: corporation is gonna get the dreams? <laughs> oh, well, it's I'll admit,
0: Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit I
2: had a really hard time the first time I watched Inception following along exactly how, why, and what was happening in that film. But I enjoyed what I was watching, but it was incredibly kind of hard to follow. Um you know, but I but I did th- I did enjoy it. Um but it's yeah, it's one I would be happy to revisit.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Inception is, uh, it really is a reverse boyhood because that, I don't know if that would be my number one of the decade, but it would be up there on my top of the decade. Definitely my number one Christopher Nolan movie. So.
1: Uh, Yeah. All right. So yes. Another one where I'm, uh, you know, I'm planning to rewatch it either way, (laughs) but would be happy to watch it with you guys. (laughs) I'm waiting on a soundbar to get delivered to my
0: place uh, (laughs) at some point. And I'm like, man, that would be perfect movie to watch on the soundbar, but I don't know if it's. I don't know if I'll get the soundbar by
1: then. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you mentioned that just because uh, the the rewatchable pod you mentioned where they they just did Dunkirk. So I saw mm-hmm. that twice in theaters and also just, again, technically amazing, but I had no idea what was going on in that movie. I couldn't hear what <laughs> anybody was saying. So I'm actually excited to watch it at home with subtitles. So maybe I could actually follow what's going on.
0: I don't think there is dialogue in that movie. I don't think. Yeah, there really isn't. That's kind of that's a kind of the point. Yeah. yeah. I, I,
2: uh, I mean, like, like
0: Boyhood, I was not a big fan of Dunkirk.
2: I really enjoyed Dunkirk, but uh, yeah, it's. I I wouldn't call it a rewatchable, which is why it was really surprising to me that it even came up.
1: But. Yeah, well, I I think it was. I think when you have Quentin Tarantino on an exactly say, here's what, here's what we're gonna watch. That's, that's, what, that's what I said what to, to, to Brendan. He, he goes. He yeah. goes. I don't think it should be rewatchable because it's
0: not five years old. I go when Quentin Tarantino says he wants to watch this movie and podcast about it. You say yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Someone asks Fair you if you're a God. You say yes. So All right.
1: Like <laughs> so Quentin, if you ever if you ever want to come on here, just you know, let us know what you want to watch.
0: Yeah, we'll figure out a connection to whatever movie you want to watch. We will make one. Well, well, he might want to watch
2: my uh, second look nominee here. I went with a movie that I saw in twenty seventeen. It came out in theaters. It's one of the best regarded comedies of twenty seventeen, but I personally barely found it funny and didn't like it at all. And I think Zach is gonna recognize this as soon as i said it and (laughs) won't be surprised at all i went with the death of stalin
0: oh the death of stalin yeah i never even saw that actually
2: i did not enjoy the movie but everyone told has contradicted me and told me how funny it is how i need to give it another chance and how wrong my opinion is on this movie it was in so many top 10 lists of 2017 and i'm just like why why, why, why,
0: why, why the only thing I ever so heard I, about Death of Stalin was that you saw it and you didn't like it. I was like, Oh, that movie must not be
1: good. And then it was in all these lists, and I was like, Exactly, oh, maybe exactly. It's good. So am I wrong? Oh, am I wrong? Um, Please. I yeah, I saw Death of Stalin. I I enjoyed it, I thought it was solid, but I yeah, I didn't get the like the love fest for it either. Um okay. I, I think I probably if I had to remember, I probably had it like somewhere in my like twenty to forty range of the year. So it was like a movie I enjoyed, I appreciated okay. it. But yeah, I didn't think it was like laugh out loud funny the way people said. Um, you know, there was some there was some pretty good commentary. Like I liked, you know, the, all the you know like ridiculous communist communism stuff. But yeah, I, I'm I'm I guess I'm probably not exactly in your boat because I at least enjoyed it. But right, similar in that like yeah, when it and- was showing up on best of the best of the year list. I was like, really?
2: Yeah, and it wasn't going to be my original choice, but I called an audible early this morning because I realized I didn't want to have two PTA movies as nominees there was will phantom your other one there will be blood was gonna oh, be my original be
0: nominee
1: oh man all the heavy and, movies yeah that <laughs> exactly. was that, that was in the that was in the running for my uh favorite rewatchable um because yeah. that Very that, nice. is, that nice. is uh that that poster is in my basement where i watch movies often so it's yeah, one, of, and it's one mean, of my all-time favorites
2: yeah and zach knows that you know my my stance on their be blood was i don't get it it was boring and he tells me how wrong I am all the time. Yeah, it's gonna make him happy by nominating it.
0: You're <laughs> you're really you guys are me. trying to really appease me by revisiting movies that I like that you don't.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to start this podcast off right, man. Uh,
0: so yeah, so I was really interested in uh in picking something that I um that I didn't like that a lot of other people did, and I definitely thought um you know, actually just now when Brendan was bringing up comedies that he likes that um, other people don't, or that he doesn't like that other people do. uh, Mm. I was thinking about Big Lebowski because I've never been, and this was just like a minute ago, I was about to change my pick um, Mm. because like Big Lebowski's fine, but I don't really get the love for it. I don't think it's like that funny. And like the whole uh, Lebowski fest thing Mm. is just like, I think that's very over the top. So I thought about
1: Big Lebowski um, just recently, but yeah, a, I do want st- to... I I kind of agree with that. I mean, I I also like, I enjoyed it when I saw it. I enjoyed it when I rewatched it again, like 10 years later. I have like a bunch of friends who like are Lebowski Fest people. And- yeah,
0: so uh, Brendan and my friend Mac, who we brought up on the last uh, episode, who I'm sure just like my brother will get brought up on every episode. Uh, Mac's license plate <laughs> is a Big Lebowski joke. And I don't even understand. it. I don't know if it still is his license plate. And I won't yeah. say what it is so nobody can steal his identity, but it's like... Yeah, we also, uh,
2: one of our best friends, Justin, is also obsessed with Big Lebowski. I mean, it's it's so beloved that, like, even talking about it, even if we're positive on it, would probably cause derision. <laughs> and so I yeah. don't know, you know, but I, I really enjoy Big Lebowski, but yeah, I don't get the over, uh, over celebration of it, but it's, it is a very fun movie.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's I, not your nominee, right? All right, so, so what's your, no, yeah, so what's your... No, it is, sorry, so each of these, I just keep giving my, like, this is not my, this is not my one. <laughs> uh, I'm double Fair dipping. It. My nominee, this was the very first movie that I decided when we came up with these categories. This is a movie that I thought was totally overrated, did not deserve the box office that it received. Uh, there is one Twitter user that uh, many of us follow who is absolutely adoring this movie, and that oh. is Avatar.
2: Are you going to put, pull, you're pulling the Avatar trigger? Yeah. Wow. So
0: uh, I thought Avatar was just Fern Gully on steroids when I saw it. And uh, I saw it in 3D, and yeah, it was cool in 3D. Uh, it is now on Disney Plus. It stares me in the face every time I use Disney Plus, trying to get me to watch it. Uh, so. I think Avatar could be a very fun movie to kick this off with because
2: Avatar I think it could be really fun too, and it would guarantee us at least one listener <laughs> who, <laughs> who, while replying to our podcast, will also be giving us free publicity.
0: Uh, Av, do you follow the great T Dub on Twitter?
1: Um, no, but I did listen to a certain podcast that was devoted to uh, to T Dub. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, on the one hand, you can't spell Avatar without Av, so you know that would very be true. a point in its favor. On That's the other awesome. hand, I saw Avatar in theaters, and I don't really think I'm interested. Never seeing it again. <laughs> I thought it was pretty terrible, other than like being cool, cool to look at. Yeah. And I don't know how how well that would be replicated at home, anyway. So
2: I saw it in at home a couple of years ago, and the entire time T Dub was just messaging me, wanting to know what I thought, like
0: every five minutes. And I'm like, dude, just give I, me a breath. I, I like what I saw, Even when it came out, like as people were starting to talk about it, they were like, "Oh, this movie is so great." And I was like,
1: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like. I just never understood the appeal of it it's fine um yeah. so yes uh, yeah and I, I really don't get this whole like that they've like announced that there's what like four or five more of these movies coming out like really, is there really this like mass audience that's just like sitting and waiting for more avatar movies I don't exactly. know so we're
0: gonna have to watch avatar at some point
1: before the sequels come out oh boy I guess I don't know I, I I think on you know these sequels I'm gonna wait to hear if people say they're any good I don't think I'm gonna go in blinds no yeah, I
0: yeah, until until they start making all this money and then are like, well, I gotta be part of the zeitgeist. Right. So. Until they
1: start crossing over Avatar into uh, Avatar. Until they yeah, cross it's over Avatar <laughs> into, <laughs> into Avatar uh, until they cast uh, into like into like the MCU and Star Wars, and then we'll have no choice. Yeah.
2: Well why don't right. we go from uh one of our Highly divisive picks to something maybe all of us are going yeah, uh, to... Let's,
1: let's hope that these last three are things that all of us like, because that would be, yeah, for sure. be fun. All right, my, uh, my favorite rewatchable is Scream. The 1995 oh, horror parody. Um, I thought it would be a good choice because, like, you could just like go in a lot of different directions because yeah. it, it parodies a lot of movies. It has been parodied many times. It's on its own like just like a really fun thriller horror movie. Apart from all the you know commentary, um, it's a movie that like I probably saw like four or five times like in the 90s when it came out. I saw all the sequels, loved all of them. Did you see the so, latest sequel?
0: Because I don't think I ever saw that one. Um, on screen Four. Diner.
1: I don't even know at this point. They've, they've kind of all bled together in my mind yeah. other than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always, it's always a movie that... I know it was on Netflix for a while. It might have just dropped off. Um, but it's a movie that it's just been something that I've wanted to revisit just because of how much I remember loving it um, and hope, hoping that it'll hold up. So, you know, that's my pick for my favorite I movie. Really, I, haven't,
0: I don't think I've seen the first Scream. and I'm, I mean... Probably high school, college. It. Yeah, I
1: definitely haven't watched it in a really
2: long time. But I, I'm a scream fan. I like the movie. I believe I saw the first three in theaters and never saw the first fourth one. You know, but because they kept degrading in value as they went along. But I did really enjoy the first scream, and I would definitely rewatch that.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. And then we can just
1: watch Scream 2 and Scream 3, and we've got the whole month of January covered in podcasts.
2: Yeah, now we're officially the Scream podcast.
1: Well, you know what? So, you know, sometimes your business changes on the fly. You got to adapt to the market.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Well, speaking of uh, adapting and marketing, um, I chose a movie that is actually by two people that we just discussed. Uh, I chose a Coen Brothers movie. and. I thought about brother, art thou and I thought about Big Lebowski, but I actually went with, because it's getting colder, winter is coming, I decided why not take a trip to North Dakota and watch Fargo. Oh, good oh, choice.
1: That's a great choice. Yeah. That's a great uh-huh. choice. I would love to rewatch Fargo.
2: I love Fargo. I love the cast. I love the way it's shot. I love the dialogue. It's... Just an enjoyable movie to sit back and rewatch, even though you know exactly what's going to happen every time. And it has spawned, you know, three seasons of fantastic television on FX. Yeah. Um, it, Fargo is just the gift of a movie that keeps on giving um, for me. And I, I love it every time I watch it. And I would love to rewatch it for this podcast. So yeah, that I... is my final nominee. And you betcha.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I've seen that since nineteen ninety seven or so, whenever it came out, and I'm very happy you didn't say "Oh, Brother, where art thou?" because I just no. saw that last year and I couldn't. <laughs> find it.
0: Yeah, I, I, man, I'm I'm, I'm with bad. you, Al. I don't I don't get the love for "Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou." Yeah, yeah, I yeah I hated that
1: movie. It's
2: more the music than anything. With "Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou," it's it the music transports you to a certain place in time, and you just sort of go with it. I mean, then you know that's that's more what, why I enjoy watching that movie is for the music.
0: Yeah. I think I saw that once and maybe I've seen parts of it. Um, But yeah, Fargo is uh, one of my top movies of the nineties. I I am a huge fan of Fargo. Uh, Interesting. You both picked movies that have uh, TV shows based on them.
2: Oh, good Um, point.
0: Yeah. Cause there is a scream TV show. Um, Maybe I should pick Teen Wolf as my favorite. Yeah. I actually was considering, um, a movie that has, has TV show based on it. Um, I was thinking about 12 monkeys as my favorite, um, mm-hmm. which I did watch on a couple episodes of the 12 monkeys show, which was not very good. Um,
1: yeah.
0: but I did not pick that. Um, and this was the category I had the hardest time with. I could not decide on, I mean, yeah. I have like my all time favorite movies. Um, and you know, there's some great ones for discussion. Um, but i went with one that is a very fun movie it is a movie i saw with my brother when we were like so i must have been 12 and so he was uh eight nine years old uh it was a summer movie that got five stars in the lansing state journal so we went and saw <laughs> it It was directed by my all-time favorite actor who is tom hanks and that movie is that thing you do
1: oh, oh. I that thing. all right all right
0: uh I I've always loved this movie. I can't watch this movie enough. Um, I know Tom Hanks do. is my all time favorite actor. Um, even though I haven't yep. seen every single movie he's been in. Um, but that, that I just thought that was
2: a very fun, fun movie.
0: Yes. Uh, overall, just a, a, a nineties, all three of ours are nineties classics really.
2: Yeah. I would agree with that. These are three of the strongest, most beloved movies. I would say of the nineties, just from a, uh, just from a people-who-love-movies standpoint, not necessarily the best movies in the 90s that go on, like, critics' lists, but three that are beloved, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and movies that will be fun to watch. And yes, absolutely. To, and to shoot the shit over, even if they're not the best movies. And, yeah. you know, I would, yeah. I, would love to, I would love a reunion with the Edders.
0: Oh, man, I the Onetters are the best. Um, yeah. I had the, I had the soundtrack to that thing you do, and there are lots of songs by The Wonders on there that you're like, wait, I had no idea they even did this song. So if we did that, would we then watch Spartacus? <laughs> I mean, that could be a connection. Or uh, yes, I am Spartacus.
2: Um, well, so, gee, yes. what do we think? Do we want to start trying to narrow some of these down, or uh, let's recap what we chose uh, yes. from the top?
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, in the movie blind spot categories, we have Av nominated Top Gun, Brendan nominated The Master, and I nominated Before Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our second look nominees. Uh, i nominated Inception, Brendan nominated Death of Stalin, and I nominated Avatar. And in our favorite slash rewatchables categories, Av nominated Scream, Brendan nominated Fargo, and I nominated That Thing You Do with an exclamation point at the end.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so lots of interesting movies. I do feel like, uh, you know, we started off with a very fun movie with Top Gun, and Absolutely. then we got into some heavier, less fun movies and then got fun. Welcome
2: to, the, welcome to my brain space. Yes. <laughs> so.
0: um, what if we each nominate out of these nine, we each get to pick one movie we nominate that is not a movie we already nominated. That'll get us down to three. That
2: sounds great. That sounds good to me. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sure. All right. Av, you're on the spot.
1: Um, I will go with Fargo. Fargo. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: All right. Brendan.
1: I will go with, of
2: these nine, I will go with Before Sunrise.
0: You're going to make off watching Before Sunrise twice. All right. Uh, So I'm good with with that. I will pick Top Gun because it was between Inception and Top Gun. Um, I think we will get to Inception at some point on this podcast. I think we will, too. That movie, especially now that I know uh, I was not a fan of that. I will be nominating that a lot. Um, awesome. And Top Gun. It, I mean, I, I Top Gun kind of fulfills the second look nominee for me. So
2: yeah. All right. Let me. So just... we're
0: we're down to Top Gun, uh, Fargo, and Before Sunrise as our three movies. None of the second looks got nominated. I'm I'm a little sad. Nobody wanted to watch Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted to watch Death of Stalin. um and and, and it is nice because we each had a movie that we nominated get nominated so that's good there's some good synergy between us
2: yeah that does that does make me really excited so 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 what do we think about each of these as a go-to for a first for a first for a first movie
1: so, I, having just seen Before Sunrise, and that's not a reason not to do it, because I would have to right. watch it again, um, I'm not sure that it's, like, the best in terms of, like, lending itself to, like, a great conversation to have about it, because it's, you know, it, for those who don't know the premise of the movie, it's really yeah. just, like, two people talk walking around talking, and it's, I think, a, a phenomenal movie that just, like, really explores a lot of interesting things. It's just, like, then we're just going to be having a conversation about their conversation, which I don't know if that makes for the best uh, podcast episode, but it might so that's right. a, that's my that's my only reservation on that one
2: right um i the log line on emd imdb is a young man and woman meet on a train in europe and wind up spending one evening together in vienna unfortunately both know that this will probably be the only night they
0: will ever spend together but it's not <laughs> there's going to be a sequel and well, another spoiler sequel. alert spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert but yeah uh, yeah um, i i i kind of f- could see that um I don't know how much there is to talk about that movie. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, it, it's one I would like to see. Um, Absolutely. And I, I could see us getting
2: to it eventually. Maybe um, if we have a little Ethan Hawke sad eyes. moment are yeah, on Valentine's Day or something. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think it's a great one to lead off with, but I would be excited to watch it for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Top Gun and Fargo are both very beloved. So either of those could, uh, you know, we will have people who will be interested in talking about them. Um, And, you know, I could go with either. Um, So, um, Brendan, why don't you, why don't you defend Fargo? Av, why don't you defend Top Gun? And let's go from there.
2: Bob, why don't you go first with uh, Top Gun, yeah, going uh, well, to statement.
1: It, it's going to be hard for me to defend Top Gun as well as Brendan can defend Fargo, given that I haven't That's seen it. Top Gun. <laughs> um, and also, when I was asked to choose one of the nine movies, to choose I chose Fargo. So now for me to turn around <laughs> and be like, well, here's why we should really watch uh, Top That's Gun. Um, but, you know, Top Gun, from everything that I've heard, is just like, a, you know, it's a blast. It has really iconic characters that have still, you know, persevered in the pop culture um there's a sequel coming out this year that hopefully will be pretty good and that gives everyone reason to rewatch it now so that way when the sequel comes out you'll be good to go um that's my that's my uh that's my logic behind top gun
2: and my argument would be that i think we need to save top gun um until further down the line i think it's too soon for it that would, but i don't know if that should be a deciding factor but i would say that it's too soon for top gun it's not that top gun season it's not top down season. It's winter, and nothing says winter like Fargo.
1: Oh, that is a good argument. That is a very good argument. Yeah. Um,
0: That's
2: why I nominated and, uh, it. That's why I wanted it. And,
1: and another another good point is uh, Fargo set in the state of Minnesota, home of our friend and beloved Alexander Chester. It's a good one. And Sammy Chester.
0: And Minnesota what? just won their bowl game today as well. So up okay. against Argo. Oh, golfers. Yeah. I don't know where Top Gun is set. Is that set in South Carolina, California? I think it's set in the sky, mostly?
2: Yeah, mostly yeah. in the skies over yeah. Uh, Myanmar. Yeah. So, um, in the South China
0: Sea. All right. Well, we're down to two. There's three of us, so there's no way we can have a tie. Um, why don't we, on the count of three, say our choice? And right. I guess we'll be able to tell by which, which choice is louder. Um, I guess that's how that <laughs> works. Uh, this will be the fun part of the podcast is figuring out how we how we do these how to this.
2: How,
0: um and I do think we should keep tally as well. so if your movie gets picked, you should get some sort of point, and there should be some <laughs> kind of tally um, so either Brendan or Av is going to get a point to start off the movie ladder podcast. all right all right, so right? three, two, one, top Argo all right, well, <laughs> I sound like i'm, over, I'm overruled. <laughs> Yes, uh, it does sound like Fargo was the winner. Av and Brennan, you both picked Fargo. Yeah, I, I,
1: I voted, ag- I voted against myself, which is very oh, stupid. I didn't know about this whole point system until this <laughs> last minute. This is why you're, this is why this movie will forever be a blind spot for you. Well, I'm Jade. gonna, see, I'm gonna see it this year because of the sequel. So I'm yes. not worried. I'm not worried, awesome.
2: And I do think maybe there'll be a, chance, a good chance we get to it. Not to, not to rig the system, but it feels like one that we could easily get to before or after the sequel comes out in yeah. some way.
0: Uh, When is the sequel? I'm assuming over the summer, right? Uh, I believe it's a summer movie, yeah. All right. Well, and, you know, we can watch Fargo before the next season of Fargo comes out because I
1: do think there's a season of Fargo coming out this year.
2: I believe it comes out in the fall, but yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, Top Gun Maverick is coming out June 26, 2020. Nice.
2: Uh,
0: Perfect.
1: It's probably the biggest movie of the summer, actually.
2: It probably is. Yeah.
0: That I can Um, think of. So I'm just looking up Fargo from 1996. Is currently streaming on Stars Amazon. Um, yep. so, uh, it's
2: uh, also uh, on available direct- for rent on Amazon Prime, and I wrote down
1: So uh, don't tell, uh, don't tell Jeff Bezos that I told you this uh, for those of you who are listening, but you can on Amazon channels sign up for a seven day free trial of Stars.: Yep and absolutely. watch. Fargo, which is streaming on Stars, and anything else that is streaming on yeah. Stars, and then you could cancel your Stars subscription, and it won't cost you a penny. So yeah,
2: I did that with Cinemax for a couple of movies from my ladder um, this year. So it's definitely, it's definitely worth doing. You just have to remember to cancel that subscription.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and
0: so- you also can rent for two ninety nine on lots of different yeah. platforms. Uh, and and uh, Fargo, running time of only one hour and uh, thirty eight minutes. So it's a, a nice brief watch. Perfect. Perfect. Um, So, yes, so that, I guess we've we've easily decided what we're going to watch for our first movie. I I do like Fargo as the first movie that we're watching in this movie. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, So, uh, we, you know, today is January 1st. We're going to release this podcast around January 2nd. um, And hopefully, we're still waiting for confirmation from a couple of the different podcast providers. I know you can listen online and on Spotify. And hopefully, we'll be on everything else. uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, all that fun stuff soon. Um do we want to have a rough date when we would like people to send us any questions, comments, uh ratings?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I a, think send us uh, send us your comments and ratings by uh Monday of next week. Yeah, late Sunday, early Monday of this week. Um
1: Yeah, I don't Sunday know if we've set a date to record sixth? yet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh Sunday the fifth. So yeah. Um we haven't set a date to record, but yeah, send us your Comments and questions and ratings, I'd say no later than the morning of the
1: 6th. And that includes, if you're, you know, playing along with us at home, what you think the next movie after Fargo should be and why.
0: Absolutely. And you can have any kind of connection. If you want to pick an actor, you can pick another Coen Brothers movie. You can pick uh, another movie about murder. Whatever you want to pick. Uh,
1: As long as you can
0: justify your connection.
1: And given that this is a new podcast that probably fewer than 10 people in the world know exists, I could virtually guarantee if you send in a suggestion, we will read it and consider it on the podcast. Uh, And
0: we are also open to guests. Um, You know, we'd love to have a fourth person join us. Um, So if you're a Fargo expert, you know, pitch yourself early if you're a Fargo expert, because we would need to schedule around you. But um,
2: right. Or if there's a movie you love that you want us to do after Fargo, we're welcome to, you know, we're open to having you come on and defend your movie.
0: Consider it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, that is the next rung in the Movie Ladder podcast will be Fargo. Um, and, again, if you want to send anything in, that is the themovieladderpodcast at gmail.com. You also can find us on Twitter at LadderMovie. Yeah. Right? Just singular? LadderMovie?
1: LadderMovie, L-A-D-D-E-R-M-O-V-I-E. Yes. Uh, you can
0: find all of us on Twitter as well. My Twitter handle is at BrooksZA.
1: I'm at A Sidensky, A-S-I-N-E-N-S-K-Y on both Letterboxd and Twitter.
2: And I am at Fidzy, F-I-T-Z-Y, Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N on Twitter and BreadFidz11 on Letterboxd.
1: Yes.
0: I- I'm at BrooksZA on Letterboxd as well. Um, and you can also find the Movie Letter Podcast on Letterboxd. Um, maybe what we'll do too is all of the movies that were nominated, we could even add to like the watch list that we have mm-hmm. um, just as a way of tracking it. Um, We all three of us really like Letterbox in terms of a place to track things, so we'll use that quite a bit. Yeah, I spend like half my day on there. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So, uh, and if you're not on there, feel free to join. It's a it's a great free program. They don't pay
1: us to say that. We just like it.
2: Yep. Maybe one day they will, but not
1: now. If we if we if we shout them out enough times, they'll have no choice. Yeah, exactly. They'll have no choice. So, we will be back
0: at the beginning of next week at some point uh, to talk about Fargo and our thoughts and all of us, it'll be a rewatch. So we will all be coming at it from a second time and, uh, we will tell you what we thought and then we will figure out from Fargo, what will be the next movie in the movie ladder and we will nominate our next picture. So anybody have anything else they want to say before we move on to Fargo in this process?
2: Uh, no, I'm just really excited to be doing this and really excited to get to Fargo. I hope, uh, I hope people enjoy the show.
1: All right. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year. Welcome
0: to 2020. Uh, You'll betcha. All right. Cool. All right. See you next week. See you next week, guys.